Hello everyone, welcome to the second Libero podcast. I'd like to welcome Andy, Zach, Dan. Again, thank you for uh, using up your valuable time to sat around talking to me. Thank you very much, much appreciated. Um, I hope you're well. Yep. Surviving. 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 Yeah. <laughs> We're not being struck down with coronavirus. No. Yes, no, yeah. Enough. Enough. No, the madness is not certain. Good, good, good. Loving the uh, loving the Wat- uh, the Watford Wigan Wigan repping now. I, I am worried, Andy, that for this we might see a few Wigan players. For this week, um, as I mentioned on the Facebook page, is that we are going to be discussing our greatest ever British eleven. We've gone from any era, and I'm sure we're all going to pick our teams based on how we perceive the players. I've gone for players that. I particularly know, rather than going back too far through the generations. We'll we'll make a start. The rules are they obviously must be British and play for either England, Wales, Scotland, Northern Ireland. <laughs> Dan Stein, last week, right, Dan? Yeah. And uh, we've gone for a four-four-two. So we'll make a start with the goalkeeper. And being a goalkeeper, you might as well start us off, Zach, with who you've selected, why you've selected them, and then we can tell you why you're wrong. So my team is built around the '66 World Cup winning team because I think that's probably it's a, it's a, it's a good it's a good start, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's probably the the biggest achievement in British football at an international level. So I've obviously gone for Gordon Banks in goal. Yeah, that's. That's, that's my choice. You can't, you can't go beyond Banks here, I don't think. Same as me. Um, I'm actually haven't gone. <laughs> what? For, for, for Gordon Banks, no. This He's picked Alisson. I've got for Scott Carson, have you? I've got Chris Cohn. No ex, no ex Wigan or uh, Sheffield Wednesday or Liverpool players. I've actually gone, believe it or not, for an Everton player. Uh, I've gone for Neville Southall. I've got Neville Southall. I've got Neville Southall, and this did cause a few arguments between me and the old man today. I'm about he said I should have gone for Banksy. I want you guys, Zach, you first probably, to explain to me why you picked Gordon Banks, apart from winning the World Cup. I think he was probably the greatest goalkeeper of a generation. And you can only imagine how good he would have been in an era where goalkeepers were protected and playing on proper pitches with proper equipment, proper gloves, footballs that weren't basically concrete. <laughs> like, I can only imagine how good he would have been playing today's game. Yeah, this is a bloke with one eye as well. This is this is a this is a bloke who, you know, you could have what was it? What was the was it seventy? The Brazilian saves well. There we go. What was that? And the save from Pelé in the yeah. Mexico yeah. The, in, in seventy. The greatest so, save. Yeah, you know, you, 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 you just take, take yes. that and just say, all right, there you go. That's why you deserves being it. Even then, I mean, you could have picked Peter Shilton, Kenny. I mean, there's. I've gone Neville Southall purely because, again, this is sort of why I selected my team. It's sort of about what I've seen and what I've heard. I mean, there are some, some players from the 66 team in there. This is one of the ones I was having an iron with. Obviously, Banks. I mean, was, you could have picked David was... Seaman over Neville Southall. No, 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 he, he never came into my to my reckoning. But Southall, I think, it was in that Everton team. That was a great Everton side in the late 80s, early 90s. And I think that he, the only thing that holds him back is I think he would have been a lot better if it wasn't for Everton being banned from Europe yeah. in the late 80s. And I think he would have been brilliant. Six or lighter as well. That, that, would, have been, that would have been helpful. That. <laughs> if you're looking at great British goalies as well, I think we've got to give honourable mentions here to, to obviously Shilton. Ray Clements. European Cup winning goalkeeper, yeah. played Spurs as well, Liverpool and Spurs, and Pat Jennings, who I thought you were going to go for, Zach, to be honest. Uh, one of the very few goalkeepers to score as well from his own half. 
Well, then box yeah. of it. I'm happy with Banks, to be fair. Banks, he's a good good, a good number two to Neville Southall. I'll give him that. We'll go then. Dan. We'll go, we'll uh, go left back if you want, mate. Yeah, go left back. I've gone for Ashley Cole as left back. Cashley. <laughs> I mean, Money yeah. grabbing. He might have not had the best personality ever, but he was a fantastic left back. You can't, you can't put Ashley Cole above someone like Stuart Pearce or someone like that, surely. Do you know what? Those two were my number one and number two. Yeah, yeah. Stuart Pearce has got to be number one, surely. I, I've I, gone for Pearce. Personally, I I don't know. I'm with Dan. I think when Ashley Cole was in his pomp, he was probably the best left back on the planet. I think. Would, 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 would Ashley Cole have picked up that ball in Euro 96? He no. probably would have scored the penalty, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Was it early 90, wasn't it, when Pierce missed the pen? Yeah. And then banged yeah. it in 1996. Didn't he miss the last penalty of his career in his last game? Oh, I'm, I'm sure he had a penalty in his last game for Man City and he fluffed it. Did he, did he miss it or did he score it? I don't remember. So having missed one in Italian United. But um, yeah, I mean to, to miss one in Italian United World Cup semi-final. I think he got away with it because Waddles was so bad that people forget that Pierce missed it. And then obviously to come back quarter-final against Spain and to give every bloke in England a hard on after he scored and give him the old psycho was unbelievable. But I, I don't know. I, I for one, I totally get the Ashley Cole. He was my number, probably my number two. Yeah, pick. yeah. I, I get Stuart Pierce. He would have been my number two. I just um, the the other one. And I got his down to maybe as I can't remember if he played right back or left back. Kenny Sampson. Yeah, Kenny. Kenny was a good player. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely dominant of a player for, uh, for Arsenal. Probably why I was like one picking. But, uh... in, in fairness, I only went for Cole and Pierce because I couldn't pick Dennis Irwin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's yeah, another true. You know, true. Zero personality. But, um... Never missed a penalty, though. No. It was always a good bet for a penalty, which is obviously yeah. what we're looking for in our left backs, right? So what's what we what we got here then? So we got we got two for two for Cole, two for, Cole, two for Pierce. Uh, either, either or, but we've I mean we've got to go for one. Come on, Ken, you're the you're the boss. Going. What's going to be? I'm going to have to go for Pierce. Sorry, lads. I'm going to have to go for Stuart Pierce on that one. I'll give you I'll give you boys the next. I'll give you boys the next. Right. I'll give you boys the next split. Uh, Dan, right back then. You go right back this time, Dan. I, I reckon we might have gone the same one here. I've got. I've ended up going Gary Neville. I agree. Again, I agree. someone who I grew up with. He always did a job. He wasn't perhaps played the most beautiful football at times, let's say, but he he, he did a job. Good trophy cabinet as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't argue with that to, to a degree. I mean, I hate the bloke, being a Liverpool, big Liverpool fan. Andy, who did you go for? I'd, I'd, I'd have said Neville. I'd, uh... So I think that, uh, that mean, we've obviously nailed him on their flat right back spot. Not a bad career. Some would argue probably got bailed out by the decent back four. You always play in a good back four. But, you know, you don't you don't play for Man United in that 90s team if you're a shit footballer. And he, he complimented Beckham quite well on that right-hand side for England and for United. He, he was always going to give you a solid 7 or 8 out of 10 every week. Mm. He's never going to do something spectacular. It was always going to be solid. Yeah, I agree. I think you'll think. I mean, I've, I had a couple of names written down here. I mean, I had Jimmy Armfield a bit before my time, and then Phil Neal, who was obviously a Liverpool player. Mm. But again, you know, you look at his trophy cap, won four European Cups, seven leagues or eight leagues, whatever it was. But again, was probably a victim of his own success. He was part of a superb Liverpool team and probably gets overlooked. If you ever seen the impossible job when he's number two to uh, Taylor, I think that probably sort of sold his career. But yeah, I'd have to go Genev. Um, I'm, just, I'm happy no one mentioned Kyle Walker. Yeah, <laughs> I respect you all a little bit more for that. Well, uh, he was my number two, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely a number two, Dan. 
Do you know what? I was half tempted to chuck a Trent Alexander-Arnold in there just because of the fact he's absolutely changed the game for right-backs. But I think we'll give another five or six years before we can make, make that yeah, decision. Okay. Yeah, I would say so. Right then, Andrew, you're a defender, well-known hatchet man. You're two centre-halves. Ken, a bit cultured, you know, much misunderstood art of of, of defending. But there's there's a few in there. I mean, you can... People like Terry Butcher, infamous kind of warrior legend. I mean, this this is a bloke, you know, would run through brick walls, absolutely... Colossus as a, as a player, but and then you see so you got him on one side of it, and then on the other hand you got people like Ferdinand, so real cultured, played out, spray balls all over the place. Um, don't know, I don't know, I don't know how many caps Tony Adams got for 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 England. Probably not not as not as many as as he could. I mean, think you've got people like Steve Bruce, who I don't think was ever capped as a as an England player. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's it's difficult. Probably, probably that again. If, if I'm looking at, at sides for me that that I can associate with, it would be that Italian ninety, Euro ninety six. Had uh, I don't know. If, even going back uh, through sixty six. I mean, Bobby Moore got to be yeah, in there. Yeah, Bobby Moore's got to be in there. Yeah, but as a as a was it, was he centre half or was he more in front of the centre half alongside Jack Charlton? Was he? Yeah. yeah believe it or not, he won the World Cup. <laughs> Yeah, so, so you put all right. I put, I put Bobby Moore and I put I put Terry Butcher though. as a two centre half pair in the yeah, Terry Butcher and Bobby Moore. Yeah, no nonsense. There's no fancy Danery in that central no. central defence. Yeah. Talk about fancy Dan's. Uh, I've gone Bobby uh, Bobby Moore, captain of the World Cup winning team, so he's got to go in there. And I was torn between John Terry and Tony Adams. Pick whichever. I I would have either one. Yes, not bad, not bad centre half partnership. I've got Bobby Moore, as you can probably imagine. He was I said an in the text chat, I had four nailed on positions, and this was the first nailed on position was this centre half. Now, I've looked, I've looked at this in two ways. I've changed my mind all day, and I've gone Alan Anson next to Bobby Moore. Now, I know they're both two ball players centre half, and I am a Liverpool fan, so I'm going to be a bit biased. My second choice would have been Tony Adams. So, if we're going to go one cultured centre half and one shit out centre half, we'll have to go Tony Adams on that one. I think Anson and Moore, I mean, Bobby Moore, as Dan said, won the World Cup. I mean, the, the, you can't say anything more than that. The guy's got a statue outside Wembley. Tony Adams, Terry Butcher, very same ilk, would run through brick walls for you. I'm, married, I'm happy to put Terry Butcher in there, I reckon. We'll go for the two. And you've got yeah, a bit of a story yeah. about Butcher, haven't you, Zach? About something yeah, that you know. Yeah, I, I, I used to work with his son's wife, I presume she is. Now. Really? Yeah. He, he was telling me an interesting story about his time at university doing sports science in Southampton. And he was in a lecture where they were talking about concussion. And the lecturer puts up a picture of Terry Butcher, you know, the infamous one with the, yeah, yeah, with the, with the bandages. Yeah. And she starts saying, this is a picture of someone who's showing all the signs of concussion. He's definitely concussed. And she doesn't realise that his son's there. So she goes, no, he's not concussed. He's just he's just at a hard football game and he's got press in his face and cameras flashing. Like he's just, he just doesn't. Like it, it's just all that going on. And they have this argument going backwards and forwards. And in the end, he just phones his dad and says, "Dad, will you tell her that you weren't concussed after the Italy game?" <laughs> Unbelievable. His wife washed the shirt. Oh, you get it, really? Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. Hot yes. wash, gums turn pink. Unbelievable. Oh, great story though. I mean. What are the odds that somebody in that room is actually related? It's unbelievable. I've got to go through some honourable mentions, centre-offs. I mean, uh, how long how long have you got? I mean, more recently, you're looking at sort of your Rios, uh, absolute Rolls-Royce for centre-off, JTs, uh, Sol Campbell, superb centre-off. I mean, 
had two very unfortunate goals ruled out in two World Cups. Well, one Euros and one World Cup, I think, Argentina and Portugal, which were, for me, I don't understand how they were still ruled out to this day, to be honest. Looking a bit further back, we've got Billy McNeil, captain of the Lisbon Lions, the first European uh, team with Salic in 1962-63, I think. And uh, even going even further back than that, right, under and five cats for England. But as I said, I never could really put a, put a name to that. Moving into midfield, I suppose I'll start this one off on one of the wings. Doesn't matter which one, I, I suppose I'll right wing. I've gone John Barnes on one of the wings. Again, slightly maybe rose-tinted glasses of this one, but I think as a, an out-and-out footballer and winger, he was pretty unbelievable. People go on about his goal against Brazil, that the one he scored at the Maracanã, which for me was a bit of a false goal because it was a friendly, no one put a tackling on him for about 60 yards as he ran at the Brazilian defence. But some of the things he's done with, with a football John Barnes me on one of the wings and then on the other wing I know he's not really a winger and this is the other n- absolute nailed on one for this team was George Best I mean for me arguably the greatest player ever that the, that the, the R's have produced and unfortunately played for Man United but yeah th- those are my two wingers Barnes and Best no, we can't. You can't. You can't argue with best. I mean, no, I mean that he's was. Got be, he's got to be a in any side. Yeah. So... I think you could pick a, an all-time eleven, and Georgie Best would be nailed on for it, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, my favourite George Best moment is when I think they're playing Northampton. Main, I played Northampton or something. He gets kicked about four times oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. as he's going through on goals. Don't know if you've seen it, and his legs are going everywhere, but he yeah, still stands. Yeah. I still think he scores yeah. at the end of it. Um, absolutely unbelievable. I'm obviously happy to debate John Barnes. So, Zach, who have you gone on the wings? Gareth Bale as the other winger. Obviously, I've picked Bestie for the other one, but yeah, I've gone Gareth Bale on the other wing. I've got the same as you, Zach. I mean, I'd have him over Ryan Giggs. Yeah. And I think he's just, I think he's genuinely one of the really exceptional talents that British football has produced. And he's apparently a really good golfer as well, so maybe we'll see him at the PGA. <laughs> yeah, I've always spent too much time on the wings. Having seen him a couple of times live, he. Yeah, just absolutely breathtaking. I mean, yeah, I mean, at modern modern football, yeah, I'd, I'd have him over gigs. I completely agree with that. Andy, who do you reckon, wingers? No, it'd be, it'd be a toss-up between Bell and, and Giggs. I don't, I don't think there's a, a lot in it, but, you know, probably, probably Bell might have shared it. I mean, what's he won now? Three three European Cups? Yeah. I think Bell. He's a modern athlete, and Zach, you're in a better position to tell me about him live. I've never, never seen a bloke play live. I can only see him from a, a Liverpool point of view. He'd never... Apart from obviously the, the double he scored against us in the European Cup final, but yeah, what a player! I mean, I don't know if you agree, Dan, but more athletic than Giggs, stronger than Giggs, can defend better than Giggs, can oh, head better than Giggs, can shoot better than Giggs. Yeah, no, I, I went for best in um, Bale yeah. as my wingers. Um, I mean, the amount of times the season before he went, he got Tottenham out of trouble. Um, sort of, there'd be a goal down, and it was all of a sudden he'd get a brace and just pop up and. Mm. Uh, he's a good player, very good player. Mm. Um, so we'll put in. Let me just scribble this down because so I have to write this on the website later. We'll, we'll, we'll actually sort of semi-agree between ourselves. Bestie and Bale, B and B on the wings. I've got Bale on the left. I mean, was it wasn't it wasn't it Bale who he went like twenty-four games without winning a game or something when he first played professional football? So sent crazy like that. It's like twenty games then without winning the game, and now plays a Real Madrid yeah. winning European European trophies. Rumour is he nearly went to Burnham City like three million. Yeah, it was unbelievable. But we will move on to centre mids and. Sent the mids. Who you gone for, bud? Again, it's it's probably an era thing. I mean, you probably again hurt back to the '66 stuff, but I, I can only talk about people that I don't know. Again, you get formation stuff, but you gather as a in, in that that kind of mm. centre midfield position. I don't know. You, you, 
it depends it depends what, what what you you're trying to do if you yeah you, you've got your cnss of the world you've got i mean what word do you how, how do you want to how do you want to mix it up kind of thing yeah i found this the obviously the most difficult positions to pick for me the definite certain there was gaz yeah. best most te- most technically gifted english player and we've yeah. we've used many many years and then well, i was under nara to be fair i mean you look at you could fit that other one you i didn't go for gerard didn't go for Sunes. didn't go for bobby charlton didn't go for Brian Robson. I went for Glenn Oddle in the middle of the park with Gaza. Again, I think Oddle, what a pass over the ball he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've, there's there's so many stories, obviously, him coming down to Swindon and things like that. A friend of mine was a YTS at Swindon at the time when Hoddle was player manager. And apparently Hoddle used to have one of these big sort of jokey 5p coins, sort of big ones. And he would put it, he'd ask the YTS boys to put it anywhere inside his own half. And he'd take a goal kick and he'd hit it. On the knuckle, like nine times out of ten, the first bounce would hit the top of this coin anywhere in his arm. I think he's been there, done it. He's gone abroad, went to Monaco, won the league, done it in management, came to Swindon, played sweeper, gone Glenn Oddle and Gaza. I'd, I'd say Gaza. Oddle's another good show. Zach, who would you? Who was your shouts? Centre mids. Bobby Charlton and Glenn Oddle came. Wrong. No Gaza. No, I mean, someone had to miss out. Paul Scholes missed out. And I think he's probably the best central midfield. When you're Xavi and Zidane's favourite player, so I, 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 I saw something. Yeah, our first season in the Premier League, well, various other seasons, watching scores. My brother thought scores was fantastic because he saw the ball up front and he'd be he'd be taking balls down. Everything was effortless. He'd be spraying yeah. balls. All over the pitch, uh, you know, from goal kicks, he, he, everything about the ball was just effortless. So, you know, so I, when you see these players up, up close, same thing with Henri. When I was, you, you see, you see these kind of guys. It's just Rooney as well, just phenomenal. So, mm. yeah, yeah. Scott is a good shape. But and there's there's other. I mean, Dave Mackay was in there for a little bit, like an actual, like and Graham Souness, yeah, like, like an underrated hard man defender, yeah. Like defensive midfielder, I, yeah, I that's, what I that's what I said. It depends, it depends what you want to do. You want, you know, you, you look at Keenan. If you want, if you want a Keeney, more uh, CNS kind of approach to it, that's that's one thing. But if you want some flair, you've got your oddles, your your gas going. So it depends how you want to how you want to mix it up. Yeah, I think I've gone for a lot of flair in my team. <laughs> yeah. There's not a lot of yeah. defensive. Yeah. There's not yeah. a lot of yeah. Yeah. Oddle and Gaza. Yeah, they might, they might have a few people running through them in midfield again. Not one of the... Yeah, yeah. I mean, bro, I mean, I've got to give a shout. I think Brian Robson would have been there or there, but if it wasn't for the fact that his knees were made of bloody Weetabix, he'd be in there. But yeah, Dan, who, who's, you're on the modern, the more modern take on this. Who are you going to go for for these for these ones? Well, I went for Gaza simply because he. Like you said, is the most gifted English. Well, was the most gifted English football player, and I went for Skulls. Oh, can't argue with that one. Just, just his ability to pass a ball around, the old ginger ninja. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys have seen the, the, the videos going around of him playing in the Vets League in Manchester. Yeah, yeah, I've seen some he, of those. Pinging in goals in half from the halfway line, they're like six to side goals. It's fucking unbelievable. The guy's unbelievable. And obviously, the stories of Xavi following him around for the last five minutes of the Champions League final to get his shirt, and again, no, another mank. Uh, but, uh, you know, one of the ones who kept his life on the back pages rather than the front as well. You know, he got asthma as well, apparently, I think. Yeah, I mean, fair play to him. So, yeah, I'd I, I, I find that hard to, dis- hard to disagree putting him in. Uh, so, Oddle's got a couple. Gaza's got a couple. Are we happy with Skulls in Gaza? Hoddle in Gaza? Yeah, I think, I think the, the Skulls argument... I don't know how you can leave Bobby Charlton out of that side. No, no. <laughs> Oddle and Charlton. And then we've got to drop Gaza. 
this is hard, man. It's one half for Glen Oddle. I mean, Oddle's going in because two. One half for Glen Oddle. He was on to Arlene Drury. That was the only. Go on, Will Cats. Going by votes, it's Oddle and Gaza. That's the that's the two that are in there. Now this is where it's going. I can see it getting really tense now. Centre forwards, Andy. Well, you can't, you can't have a bloke who wins the World Cup for you, can you? You've got, you've got to have Sir Jeff in there, surely. Oh, no, I wouldn't have gone Jeff. Yeah, I wouldn't have gone Sir Jeff. What, you put, what into, into single greatest achievement? No, no, not for me. Jimmy Greaves, every day of the week, over. No, uh, I mean, <laughs> I can see this getting... Well, I don't think we're ever going to pick two centre-forwards, to be fair, out of, out of all of the ones we're going So... I can see, can completely see the the Hurst hat trick, sixty six, the greatest thing that's ever happened in British sport, English sport, especially if you're a football fan. But did he was it was he a great great player? No, but what, what what's the yeah what, yeah what, I, I, yeah what, what, he was yeah yeah what, he was he what, just what, wasn't what, as good as, he just wasn't as good as Greasy. Greasy's <laughs> the best striker England have ever had. Forty four goals in fifty seven appearances for England. It's got to be Greaves up there. And that, and that's in an he, era where two can, England can, games again. You can't play. We, we're playing with two up front. Don't we? It's four four two there. So you can, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, 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 room, there's room for both. Be... Yeah, but then where are you going to put Emil Heskey? Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, I weren't even going to say Emil Heskey. I mean, there's, 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 there's another there's another guy, and this is obviously the four nations. I mean, Will Griggs got a. I knew you were going to put Grigg in. I knew it. I put it on the Facebook going, I bet you Andy picks Will Grigg. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, none of these players have got a chant as good as Will Grigg. I will... Wait, who's going in above Jeff Hurst? I'll, I'll, I'll give Greavesy, yeah, but who, 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 so there's two, there's two up front. So I'll, I'll, Greavesy, I'll, I'll, I'll give you, but who's, who, who else is surpassing this lad who scored an hat-trick in a... For my two, my two centre forwards, Kenny Dalglish and Alan Shearer. I know, but this, this is a bloke who's won a World Cup. I, I know. Shearer. I think that the reason why I've got and I've and I've I've been yeah, flitting around the Greece international team of won a European Championship. <laughs> Like, yeah, no, it's not a I wouldn't put any of them in my all-time fucking European eleven. I'm trying to think of anyone who played for them now. No. Delas? Delas? Was there something after? Delas? Yeah. Anyone I remember? I've gone... Uh, my reasons why I've gone for Kane Dalglish, not only being named after him, but to be named the greatest player that ever played for Liverpool and in a time where we were the best team in Europe. I think just show how good he was. Shearer... See, now, this is the one I was having about. I mean, I had Ian Rush, I had Kevin Keegan and Alan Shearer all going for the same position. I went for Shearer, not to look... A, to not look biased, and B, I mean, he scored so many goals in the Premier League... And don't get me wrong, Carisi done it where I said you were kicking a ball of Conga around. Jeff Hurst done it in a U Cup final. Yeah, it's, it's a difficult one. Greaves, I can see why Jeff Hurst. I can see why I can see why Jeff Hurst. I think there were better. He's got, he's got a World Cup winners medal. True. So is Roger Hunt, and he scored well, more goals yeah. in the competition. I'm happy for. All right, we'll put Greaves in. Hurst, some of the. I think there's better centre forwards than Hurst. They're played. I think you've got to look at. I said, no one's look mentioned at Gary Lineker or Teddy Sheringham. I, mean, I prefer Teddy Sheringham to Alan Shearer. Oh, yeah. What, what, what about Harry Kane? I wouldn't talk about him as an all-time great yet. No, no, we're just saying it too. So if we're on about scoring goals, or we're just on yeah. about what do, what do we what what's the what, what sets them apart? I would probably say long longevity as well. I mean, they're wrong. I mean, Wayne Rooney as as anyone yeah. talked about him. I yeah. mean, he is the best goal scorer we've ever had, apart from Jimmy Greaves. Yeah. Right. But we're in, but we're in looking at England as well, aren't we? Scotland, yeah. Dennis Law, so, yeah. Mark Hughes, Mark Hughes, Ian Rush. 
Owen. Will Grigg. Will Grigg. I mean, I mean, I'll tell you what, David Ely, Northern Ireland. He used to bang him in on the regular 30, 12, 13 goals a season in, in qualifying. This is a difficult one. I'm happy with Greaves. The cynic in me would say Hurst only played the World Cup because Greaves was injured. Yeah. Mm, don't know about that. Well, yeah, well, he, yeah. He, did. he only played. I, I think it depends. If I, if if you believe Jimmy Greaves, he was dropped because he was injured. If you believe Hurst, it was he got he was a better player, so he got picked over over Greaves. Fair, isn't it? I mean, what? And, uh, and you couldn't have substitutes back then either. The thing is, I think if you're going by the fact they've won the World Cup, this first eleven would be the 1966 World Cup winning team. Correct. I think that would be that would be what we're going for. So. And it's true, okay. no one's mentioned Martin Peters. Yeah, a Bawley and, and all the boys that. I mean, fucking hell, Bobby Charlton didn't even get in our team. Right, Jimmy Grease takes one spot. I'm I'm putting a vote forward for Dalgleish for the other ones. That's my other only cert player I've had on there. Dan, who have you gone for, for the most not modern modern boys? I, I went for Grease and Shearer. Grease and Shearer. Uh, just simply because, I mean, I did a bit of research on Grease and the 44 and 57 is, I think, unbelievable. Um, and he's, he's still the all-time record goal scorer. Yeah, and just and just watching. I mean, growing up watching Shearer on match of the day, and obviously, is he? Yes, yeah, shame you have to do that now, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. We'll go with Grease and Shearer, and an honourable mention and, for Jeff. And, we'll bring Jeff first on a ninetieth minute for chasing a goal. Um, obviously, I mean, we've gone for the UK. If we did involve Ireland, any Irish players you'd see in there, chaps? Andy, Dennis Irwin, Dennis Irwin, I'm Roy Keane. Yeah, uh, Keane. Yeah, Keane. Keane might get a mention. Yeah, if you want the team to be sent home. Before the first game, mm-hmm. yeah. he, he walk your dogs yeah. for you. Yeah, for you, your career. I mean, yeah, those two: Paul McGrath, maybe Liam Brady. Paul, yeah, Paul, Paul McGrath. Um, but yeah, Ray Oaten. I don't know. The... Ray Oaten. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's players not even mentioned this. Like people like Emmons Hughes, unbelievable talent. I'm just looking for his team now. I've got all scribbled all over my notepad about what we're trying to do here. The scribblings of a schizophrenic. Oh, don't let's cabin fever at the minute. Absolute cabin fever. I mean, you've only got even. The likes of I've got some honourable mentions here. Jimmy Greaves is actually in my honourable mentions. Duncan Edwards and the boys in the Munich air disaster didn't make it. How good would they have been back yeah. in the day? So, I mean, Duncan Edwards apparently was the greatest thing since sliced bread before obviously the Munich crash. We had players like Jimmy Johnson, uh, the Celtic's best ever player. One again, one of the one of the Lisbon Lions. Billy Wright, under five caps for England centre half. I mean, I only had four absolute nailed on people in this team and the rest it was it was a hard hard choice we're not even really looking at the ones from prior to 66 really are we i mean you look at dixie dean tom finney Stanley matthews. matthews i mean the the list the list would go on and on and on so we've got our team from what I recall, scribble this down. We've gone. We're quite England heavy, chaps. I'll be quite honest with you. That's because of wrestling with shite. We've gone. I, I'm, at this point, not to see uh, Robson. Was it Hal Robson Carnu in there after he fired well to the semi-final of the Euro? I was saying. We've gone. Banksy in goal. Neville right back. Pierce left back. Terry Butcher. Bobby Moore centre half. Best on the right. Bale on the left. Glenn Oddle or Gascoigne centre middle. Centre of the park. Jimmy Greaves and Alan Shearer up front. Ain't a bad team, I don't think. That would that would do quite well. Now, we need a gaffer. Now I know a lot of you I didn't I didn't mention the gaffer earlier. I don't know if any of you have thought about this. One, one only. Yeah. Now I'll be interested to see people's thoughts on this. I, I can imagine there's definitely one that you're gonna pick. And there's, there's an obvious one, but I've managed to nail it down to at least four. Oh. <laughs> So, and I think they've all got there, and I'll, I'll explain my reasons why. Andy, who would you have running this team? Who would be your, your manager? Greatest British manager. Who do you think would do the best job in this team? With this? 
Club management transfer into to international management. I don't know. Uh, Bobby Robson. I don't know. You know Fergie. I don't know. Yeah, Alf, 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 Alf Ramsey. I don't. I don't know enough about Alf Ramsey. Make a, a, a comment on it. Mm. Um, Shankly. I mean, would you again? Is his skills transferable to an international mm. manager? I don't, I don't know. It's a. I think I could probably manage this team to a World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> if, but not now. I mean, Jimmy Greaves isn't very well and Southall's 25 stone, but... Oh, uh, no. In their prime, yeah. Not Southall, sorry. Banks. Or rest yeah. of Dan, who would you have gone for for the gaffer? Uh, Ferguson. Say uh, SAF. Yeah, Ferguson. He was, I mean, that, that team he won the last Premier League with, I mean, how you, how can you get a tune out of Tom Cleverley? I'll never know, but he managed to. <laughs> oh, Tom Cleverley, that's who we missed in the middle of the park. That's who, that's who it was. <laughs> Zachary, who have you gone for? Presuming Alf Ramsey would be the obvious choice. I don't know, it's tough. You either have to be really, he won a World Cup, what are you on about? Just because he won a World Cup, you can't, you can't choose him. Come on. He kicked out of the box, for God's sake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean it, it would be Ramsey, but if, if, you're, if you're telling me that one was off of the table, I would go either Bill Nick or... Fergie. I'm going to chuck Bobby Robson in the frame. He was my yeah, he was my choice purely because he'd done it for England, got us to a semi-final of a World Cup. He won a UEFA Cup with a very, what people would say, average Ipswich side and finished second in the league with them behind a great Liverpool side. Went to Barcelona, done the business at Barcelona. I mean, I can see the Sarex Ferguson route. I definitely can, obviously. Built three great teams at Man United. Won silverware, left, right and centre. Some, again, the cynic in me being a Liverpool fan would say, you know, he done well in a time where Man United put a lot of emphasis on the commercial side of things and done well very well off that story. but the voting system is the voting system SAF Search Ferguson has got two we'll have to go for him as a gaffer not bad not a bad side at all that isn't with Sir Alex Ferguson as the manager yeah was it 13 league titles X amount of FA Cups and two European Cups he didn't do bad did he unfortunately that's it I think that's who we've we've named I'll get the I'll pop the list up on the on the website and stuff and who we've done Thank you very much, chaps. Spending your Friday evening with me. We're in, we're into week two on the lockdown. Only only never only never two weeks left or so before. Hopefully they start opening some things up. We can actually leave our houses and then hopefully they start some football again. But um, yeah. thank you very much, chaps.